join Startup Canada this spring as we tour across Canada to celebrate the winners of the 2018 Startup Canada Awards. Join us in Winnipeg, Vancouver, Miramichi, Sault Ste. Marie, and Montreal. Network with leading entrepreneurs and the drivers of Canada's startup community. Visit startupaward.ca for more information and to get your tickets now. BDC is the only bank dedicated exclusively to entrepreneurs. That's why we're proud to support women entrepreneurs with the Thrive Podcast, providing startup women with the support and resources they need to start and grow their business. An award-winning entrepreneur, one of Canada's most powerful women, and Startup Canada's ambassador for women entrepreneurs. This is your host, Janice McDonald, for the Thrive Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network. You're listening to the Thrive Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network, a show inspiring, connecting, and educating women entrepreneurs across Canada. On this show, we connect you with leading innovators, change makers, and organizations helping women to own it in entrepreneurship. The Thrive Podcast is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community and voice for Canada's 2.3 million entrepreneurs. This podcast is presented in partnership with Business Development Bank of Canada, the only bank devoted exclusively to entrepreneurs. Make your way over to startupcan.ca forward slash podcasts to subscribe to the Thrive community and subscribe to listen to this podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music. I'm your host, Janice McDonald, president of the Beacon Agency and Startup Canada's ambassador for women entrepreneurs. We're thrilled to have on the show today, Joanne Stanley, Executive Director of Women in Communications and Technology. Welcome. Better known as WCT, the National Association is dedicated to the advancement of women as leaders and contributors to Canada's digital economy. WCT represents a nationwide network of women and companies in broadcasting, cable, telecommunications, digital media, and technology. WCT has extensive programs to support women network, develop their skills, receive mentorship, and advance their careers. Under Joanne's leadership, W. WCT has advanced many initiatives to address gender-related barriers to career advancement, launched a large-scale mentoring program, and launched North America's first senior executive sponsorship program for W for WCT and for women in ICT. Welcome to the show, Joanne. Thank you. Hello, Janice. Hello. This is a real pleasure to uh, spend time talking about a favorite subject of both of ours. And so I'm excited uh, to hear your perspective and, and for our listeners. I'd like to begin with, what is the key message you hope our listeners will take away from our conversation today? This is Joanne well, Stanley. I'm, thinking I'm the executive director of Women, women in Communications and Technology. Uh, and you're listening to uh, the Thrive Podcast with Janice McDonald. technology sector. 
Um, you're not alone. There are a lot of organizations. Startup Canada is a great one. And Women in Communications and Technology is also another association, another not-for-profit that helps women entrepreneurs, women founders, and women who want to start companies in the ICT sector. So there's a lot of support for you out there. But at the same time, there aren't many of you. Um, and so if you don't mind, I'm just going to take a minute to give you some stats because it, I think it puts it in context that uh, it's um, a, a challenge for all women at all levels in the ICT sector in Canada um, and in particular for women entrepreneurs. 27% of the ICT workforce are women. That includes women entrepreneurs. Only 19% of the tech jobs in Canada are held by women. Only 21% of management jobs in the tech sector and the tech workforce in Canada are held by women. 90% of the senior management jobs are held by men. So I guess the key message is there aren't many of us out there. So we have to work together, help each other, and look to organizations such as WCT and Startup Canada to um, give us a boost. Mm-hmm. A much needed boost. Yes. And um, tell us a little bit about uh, sort of the journey of WCT, because you've been in this space for a long time. You've seen a lot of changes in the industry. And can you kind of give us some context? Because um, I think it's important for people to understand that WCT has been out front and out ahead supporting women for a very long time. Well, thank you, Janice. You're you're a great promoter for us. Um, yes, as an association, a professional association that works to advance women in the ICT sector and to provide programs. We've been around for 26 years, I think uh, we're now going on. So we are the longest standing and the largest national association that works with women and for women to advance them in the digital economy. Number of programs um, a number of them which are directed for women entrepreneurs. Our mentorship program, for example, our executive sponsorship program, which is a which is called the Protege Project, pairs women who are in the C-suite or aiming to start their companies with uh, other um, executives, men and women who are successful and who are willing to give them a boost and help them re- reach the um, reach the those levels of seniority. In full uh, disclosure, I need to say that I'm past chair of Women in Communications and Technology National Board, and of course, co-founder of that protege project with you, Joanne. So I think it's important to. Uh, to let people know the uh, role that um, and how close this is to my heart. And um, but how about if we take a step back? Can you tell us about membership? Like, let's just start. People are listening right now saying, I didn't know this organization exists. What do you mean it's been here 
26 years and I'm just learning about it now. What what does membership look like? How do women get involved uh, wherever they are in Canada? Can you kind of break that down for people to understand? Um, yeah, the the members, if you will, and there um, we'll we'll talk a little bit about our corporate partners and corporate members, but individual members, women like you and I, are women who are doing tech jobs across all sectors, doing communications jobs across all sectors, and women working in companies in tech broadcast, media, cable, digital media. Uh, And right across the country, which is really important. So, because I think that's exciting for women to understand. You don't have to be in Toronto or Ottawa or Montreal you know, to still access what WCT offers. Preci- I mean, it's, it's in those locations, but beyond. Precisely. We're a community network. There are chapters in all of the major centers in each province in Canada, 11 chapters, I think, in total now. So in any of those, and I won't, um, you can go on our website, I won't name them all. But tell us the website. www.wct-fct.com. Um, in all of the chapters, um, which are in the major centers, as I mentioned, there's programming going on. For example, we're here in Ottawa, and last night there were about 150, 200 women who, and men, and I can't forget the men. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very diverse group. It was yes, exciting. Yes, yeah. who gathered together. Um, a number of organizations worked together. So Actua, I think Startup Canada was involved in that. The um, Equal Voice. So women's groups or groups that support women, women entrepreneurs and women in the tech sector are working together across Canada. So you can can find events going on, mentorship programs happening in the in the center. So yes, as, as you say, Janice, you don't have to be just in the major center. So um, for women listening or for people listening, first thing to do is go to the website, get a sense of the programs, the events, the offerings. And uh, also, if you're you're going to list some of your sponsors as well, if you're unaware that some of these companies are sponsors, there's opportunities for membership through the company sponsors. Is that correct? Uh, yes. And we... We have a number of large sponsors. I'm, I'm very excited and, and, and thrilled about this because one of, this, one of the things that we are seeing is companies are no longer saying, tell me why we need more women. Tell me why we need more women at the top. They are now coming us, to us and saying, show us how. Tell us where we can find the women and how we can keep them. And those companies... And that's different, right? You're no longer having to make the business case. That's absolutely. So that's an exciting change. So as a result, we have the companies already in the tech sector, and of course, Rogers and... um, CTV and um, Bell and Telus, like all of the major telcos, um, as well as the major broadcasters, and now we're getting non-tech companies. So, for example, RBC have became a large uh, sponsor, and of course, we now have the the social media, digital media. So, Amazon have just become a major sponsor of WCT. So, you have the cross sector. Um, uh, mix as well, which is really neat for women. So if you're a woman in tech working in a 
a traditional tech company, but you want to branch out and and work in a non-tech company and still use your skills, the more and more companies, of course, that's what's happening with industry at large, is that the technology platforms are in fact driving the the businesses. So um, talent and skills of, uh, are required across all sectors. And we want more women to be there and be in senior levels. So we know that mentorship has been really important for WCT all the way through its uh, existence and onward. So can you tell us the different ways that WCT approaches mentorship? Because um, I think it's one of the I mean, you do so many exciting things, but one of the things that is just done so well, I know I've been a mentor before in the program uh, in different iterations over the years, and it's such a rewarding experience. And I know that, um, you know, talking to mentees, they find it really valuable, those connections. So can you talk to us so that women understand how they might access WCT uh, mentorship programs and what those look like? Sure. And, and you're right, Janice, mentorship is the number one career advancement strategy. Strategy. We did a number of roundtables. Full stop. Yes. Right there. Okay. No, it's worth underlining, right? Like the role of mentorship and why WCT has been at the forefront, right? Like it's, it's actually significant. It's, you're not new to mentorship. You've been doing iterations for a long time. And we've, we heard that in a series of roundtables we did last year, both the employers themselves and the, and the women, the employees say that the, the single most important strategy that helped them advance in their careers or companies put into place were, were men, mentorship programs. There are, very, there are variations of mentorship at WCT. We have a one-on-one mentorship program where, you are, where one is paired with a more senior woman or man from another company and possibly from another another sector. That's a one-year relationship. The uh, mentorship circles is another variation of mentorship, which we offer currently in Ottawa. We'll also be in Halifax and in um, out west as well. That's where there is. So that's spreading. Yes, it is. (laughs) So there are, that's where you have a group of women and a one mentor and you meet on a periodic basis. It's more of a peer mentorship level. Um, And the protege project, which I have already talked about, is executive mentorship to take women into the C-suite. All, all three of those are offered through WCT uh, and um, really is probably if you were to introduce yourself um, to that to WCT or to mentorship, I'd, I'd get involved in that program. It's free for WCT members, so you just have to sign up anywhere in Canada and you have access to it. Which is actually tremendous, right? Like tremendous. All you need is your membership, which is, um, it gives you so many added features and benefits, connections, uh, you know, a powerful network across the country. Um, but then you get this like world-class training that you have access to for free. Yes. Like that's, that's really exciting. And I think it's worth underlining because um, if we know, and, and you've just talked about the value and importance of mentorship in career advancement and enhancement. Um, I guess it's a simple plug. Join WCT, isn't it? (laughs) You are such a promoter for us. (laughs) Well, I am indeed. I am indeed. So um, 
Why don't you tell us a little bit about something called Up the Numbers? And this was a, another bold, exciting program that you introduced. And tell us the thinking behind it, what it is, and, and why it matters. Uh, and when you say that it is bold, in, in, indeed it is. Two years ago, we introduced Up the Numbers. And why is this significant? It is a program by which we work with companies, um, encourage companies to count the number of women they have at various levels and in various tech type jobs. Why is that important? Um, How do you know whether you're improving if you don't know where you are? So it is. So meaning you start with a baseline of this is where you're at today in whatever year it is. So two years ago you started and then you keep monitoring. Yes. And so with the companies, we, we took their numbers and then we aggregate those into a national perspective. But also each company can then compare themselves to, le- to similar companies in their sector and they can see where they stand as it relates to diversity, gender diversity within their own workforce. Um, Targets and quotas are a fairly controversial topic when you when it comes to um, career development. And, and where do you stand on? It is, uh, there is no way you can know if you are succeeding if you don't have a baseline, as you say. I personally believe in targets. It's like running a marathon. You To train for a marathon, you set targets for each of your runs. And, you, and when you have surpassed one, then you move on to the next one. And ultimately, you win the race. And so I would encourage companies to set targets for the number of women that they want in various levels and then reset them. Ultimately, you want 50%. There is a a lot of research that um, demonstrates that companies that have 50% or more women in decision-making and management position outperform other companies on all factors around sales, performance, productivity. Catalyst does a lot of work in this area. Yes, they do. Yes. So you're adding to that whole discussion, and but with a targeted look at ICT. Yes. Yeah. Now the the issue of quotas, same mm-hmm. as targets, um, mm-hmm. that gets um, companies a little um, antsy because it, and and others because there is a concern that you're picking one candidate over another because of their gender mm-hmm. and not because of their their um, uh, qualifications. Um, and so th- there, th- this is an issue that, that is debated back and forth. Mm-hmm. I personally believe in targets um, and, I, and not mandated quotas. Mm-hmm. Having said that, if you look at our prime minister, he has, mm-hmm. he has a quota. He's, you know, 50% of his cabinet is going mm-hmm. to be women. So the, the leader of Canada is certainly uh, paving Leading. the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 And um, one of the things that I know that's very important to, to WCT and um, I think important to women in this sector in Canada is around recognition. And you have long been doing a sold out gala that recognizes amazing women and men, uh, but primarily women in the um, industry. Can you talk about that and why it matters and 
what kind of recognition is happening. Give, give people a sense. Yeah, and, and you're right. Recognition is a really important um, factor in terms of showcasing other women or showcasing women who have been successful, who then become role models for younger women who are aspiring to um, move into other kinds of work or into senior uh, levels. So our gala, which is in April in... Ottawa, mm-hmm. always every year, and this year it's April the 16th, so mm-hmm. if you're in Ottawa, mm-hmm. please come on out. Um, the theme this year is Champions of Change, mm-hmm. closing, uniting to close the gender gap. 450 leaders in this sector gather for an evening to celebrate women's achievements. And it's not just women. We recognize men who have also been mentors or diversity champions on behalf of women. All of the um, large and small companies in the tech sector and the, and the communication sector gather. And it's a night of celebration of, of achievements to show that what women can do and have been doing and hopefully to inspire other women or inspire other women to, to also um, join them in being successful in their careers. As somebody who's been recognized at the gala, I know how um, important it is to kind of pause and enjoy that moment and realize, you know, this is a, um, an important piece of recognition that WCT does. But for me anyways, when I think about each year that I've attended, what is incredible and why I think it matters so much is because you see people that are doing remarkable things and you hear their stories and their career path. And it's incredibly inspiring. And I do find it changes thinking, you know, around what, a perception of what people have about women in the industry. Uh, it, it does. It also is a, a very good showcase for men and, yes. and, and frankly, for, for companies who, who look at these very successful women. And it does cause them to pause and to, to rethink and look at their own seniors senior staff. And um, so in that in that context, it's it's great. It has a, a sort of submersive effect in terms of um, promoting women. It we also showcase women entrepreneurs. Uh, so um, uh, and trailblazers. So in those two categories, if your audience is listening, mainly because there's they are women founders or entrepreneurs, you should think of of submitting your name or being submitted. Um, it's nomination, it's, it's quite an honor. And yes. I know how competitive it is because it is such a, a well-recognized um, honor. And so people, they, they want that recognition. Yes, but we also know for women, it's really wonderful. Awards do matter because it adds to that um, credibility and, and sort of... Um, both, you know, talking to women, they talk about how good they feel to, you know, stand in front of their industry and think I'm being feted tonight for, you know, this success. And, but we know awards matter and we know recognition matters. And it's where you started this whole conversation around the power and importance of role models. And, and another reason that recognition matters is we want to engage women who have been successful to give back to the industry, to give back to other women, to create that ripple effect, if you will. And, and so we 
we put them on a pedestal and in the hope that they then will share their learnings and their journey with other women so that they can emulate. So yeah, there, we have our a motivation more than just, we want to celebrate. We, we're looking just a good for party. champions. <laughs> we're yeah. Built, champions we're, and role models. And can you talk about, that's one of the, um, things that I think is interesting for people to understand the difference between sponsorship and mentorship because regardless of what kind of a um, career path you're on, you need both. And so can you kind of talk about the difference between the two? Mentorship is coaching, um, finding, getting advice, um, getting help in terms of one's leadership style, uh, trying to getting help in terms of un- understanding or navigating um, your the path to success. Whereas mm-hmm. sponsorship is where a, an executive champion will open their, the, their door or their network, if you will, for some, for a woman who's already successful, who already is a leader, but who needs help in terms of having her name put forward in the boardroom, having her name put forward as a candidate for a key job. So so sponsorship are for women who have been there, who are who are successful, who are pro- proven, but who need that extra boost to make it into the C-suite. And this was, you know, if I think back to uh, our early days of Protégé Project, this was the dream. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and the interesting- you want to just talk about it more because it's such a big, bold idea created and it is the yeah. it is the only sponsorship program in Canada of its nature. Companies have their own internal sponsorship. So many companies task their senior management to find a young um, up and coming leader, male or female within the company and sponsor them. This as as a cross sector cross company program is quite unusual. There are 26 executive champions again if you go on our website site, mm-hmm. you, you will see them listed. They are all men and women in the C-suite themselves, chief executive officer, chief marketing officer, CTO, CFO. So these are highly successful leaders who have um, said that they are willing to take under their wing a, a woman who has already proven to be um, a leader, and to open their their network and their doors for that woman. We have a number of examples mm-hmm. of women who have actually become CEOs, of women who have um, moved from one sec- one company or sector to another in a very senior position. Um, women who have. Um, decided to change their career path, but at a very senior level. Mm-hmm. Not a, a number of those uh, we promote, mm-hmm. and they, they too are on our website. Yep. N- and not all of them want to talk about that. Sure. But, yeah. but um, those it, that do. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's quite amazing that yeah. also the executive champions, when they do this, they don't leave. Mm-hmm. They love it. They mm-hmm. so they find it rewarding. Yes, too. they do. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's fun, Joanne, when we think about those early days of dreaming up a program and then now to be further down the line and seeing it alive and changing lives. 
that's pretty powerful. Yeah, I would I agree. Having said that, in running a program, you have to be uh, true to what the program is. So we do have many um, applications. Not all not all applicants meet the qualifications. Sure. So but that's okay. Yeah. Because you know you you learn things going through the application process too. Yes, you do about yourself, so. about you know, and and that can even be telling. To, to realize, okay, I have more work to do yes. to get where I want to be. Yep. So, you know, I, I'd, I'd probably be concerned if everybody made it through. Right? Well, there, and, in, and we run the program uh, with a high degree of um, professionalism. So there is a selection committee or a, um, a, a group of, of professionals who judge the uh, or evaluate the nominations. Mm-hmm. The pairing of the um, protege with an executive champion that is very thoughtful mm-hmm. um, there is check-in along the way along the relationship what is also interesting interesting is while it's a one-year relationship they generally continue well on right. well beyond that yeah so these are the ripple effects yes. right? yeah with an idea that becomes a movement in many senses Right towards real change. Yes, and and it is the, it is the only program in in Canada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what I feel very proud. Yes, you of should that program you and, and our dream mm-hmm. and and the reality of it. Right, like really creating change. Yes, and 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 that's um, I think you put you know hit a an interesting point when you this is. Um, we're, we're not just talking about it. We're actually making a difference and putting in place programs that are helping women. We are, we are seeing successes. And the business case that you talked about earlier is well known and proven, but now it's time to get into action. Yeah. And, and now it's time to have programs to actually demonstrate that we that these programs work, mm-hmm. um, and that it will help move in women into leadership positions, or encourage more women to to come into the sectors. And you talked about um, roundtables that you did um, throughout the year. Do you want to highlight some of those conversations and what was happening in the industry that, around your roundtables, and maybe share some of your findings? Yes, these were uh, roundtables. It was funded by Status of Women. I have to give them a plug for that, by which we went into centers and um, the the purpose of the discussion or the the focus was to understand, learn about best practice and best practices in women's advancement, to hear from women what has worked for them, and to hear from companies what programs and strategies they've put into place that have worked in terms of women's advancement. Did you hear anything surprising? Um, no, not that we haven't already talked about. The, <laughs> okay. the, the two things that came out loud and clear is mentorship and executive sponsorship. The two biggest elements. There were a number of issues that were raised, of course, around equality and pay gap and flexible work hours. So when we ran the roundtables, we had three of them with with um, themes already mm-hmm. set. And we had a wild card table. And we asked the group, 
each group to name a topic that um, we hadn't already assessed or assigned to a table. And invariably that fourth table mm-hmm. um, addressed the issues that I've just raised. They, they're, they are important. Women's security, women's um, equality as it relates to all of the, all of the um, uh, HR and, and development um, aspects, s- such as pay parity, mm-hmm. are really an important issue that needs to be addressed. And that's what we hear, heard also loud and clear. We are, re- we are re- writing an extensive report on the roundtables. Great. That will be launched in January, actually, on uh, January 30th. So stay tuned. Excellent. Um, It is called Close the Gender Gap, uh, Women in the uh, Digital Economy. Uh, And And it'll be available on your website? Yes, it will. Okay. And I'm sure you'll be distributing it widely through sort of all your partners and channels. It will be the um, definitive thought leadership paper Mm -hmm. um, in programs and strategies, best practices for women's advancement in the digital economy. So you've talked about mentorship and the executive, the protege project. Is there anything else um, that came out of those roundtables or that you see going forward for WCT that you want to give us a sneak peek? I mentioned earlier that companies are coming to us now and saying, help us, Mm -hmm. help us recruit women, help us Keep the women who who um, come into our workforce help us advance our women. So WCT is putting in place a program, um, a blueprint workshop to work with companies, um, bring senior managers in those companies together, run similar to what we did with the roundtables I just referenced, um, where we will do those within companies and assess their maturity as a diversity organization. And come back with recommendations and solutions on how they can improve their their performance. That will be a new program that we'll be introducing in the spring of next year. And what would be the kind of solutions that we that a company could expect to put in place? Are are they you know something that they haven't thought of? What what can you tell us? Not um, I not really. I would I would suggest that the the mentorship will be one of the top ones. But companies don't know how to run those. They they don't right. know where to go to find the resources. Leadership training, obviously, they don't they they realize they need that, but they're not sure where to find good um, organizational development and leadership trainers. Mm-hmm. So. In what we'll be providing is a a digest, a resource of where you find the um, experts who can provide assistance in career development for women. So when you look at the industry, it's changed so much. The change will continue. Um, are you hopeful where things are going for women? Are you are you planning to be out of business anytime soon? What's what's the dream, Joanne? Um, no, we will not be out of business anytime okay. soon. There's uh, too s- much work s- still to sadly. do. Sadly, right? cultural yeah. transformation is is a huge issue, and that's mm-hmm. essentially what we're talking about. I mean, mm-hmm. I I try. I made it sound a little more simplistic. Well, we'll go in and talk to companies and provide them with a list of resources and programs to put mm-hmm. in place. Mm-hmm. But it's it's much bigger than that. Um, am I hopeful that with the younger generation 
coming up. I have a 25-year-old daughter. You have young young uh, um, uh, son and daughter of those age as well. I think that's where we'll see the, the major change um, because sadly the numbers have not changed. If anything, they are, they are not improving. They are, they are getting worse um, in terms of women coming into this sector and women leaders. So I think we're gonna, it's going to take a generation. So women who are listening, if you're entrepreneurs, you're, I mean, WCT is an inclusive place. So you're going to find training, you're going to find a network, um, and, and you're going to find support and you're going to find a community, um, and you're going to find programs where you can find other women who, well, and I, and I can't, un, um, negate the uh, role of men. If you look at our executive champions, and I mentioned in the protege, of the 26, 20 of them are men. Mm -hmm. It is really, really important that they be engaged, that they um, understand the business case, and that they um, step up and are willing to speak out. Um, Because a sad reality is most of the companies are led by men, and they need to set the example. So... um, Younger women, yes, that you will you will have access to men who are who are like minded and, and encouraging, um, and you'll find that you're not alone. So, advice to our listeners would be: advice to our listeners: get involved, um, get engaged, but also help, uh, give back, find another woman. Peer to peer mentorship, as I mentioned, is also an amazing strategy. Um, it's not just good for the the mentor, but it's good for the mentee as well. And you don't have to be decades into your career to be a mentor yourself. No. In fact, you could have a young woman who in the first five years of her career mentor a young woman just coming out of university or post-secondary education. Um, what better way to, to um, for both parties or for both women? So for people who are listening and they're thinking, I do want to get involved, what are the uh, options or what's the pathway um, to get involved with WCT? Uh, if I, well, first of all, uh, yes, of course, go on the website and become a member. But I'd also... Which is a straightforward thing to do, yes. right? You, it's, yeah, just go on and join. Depi- and then if uh, I would contact... The the local executive of the cha- of the city that you're in. So there's a WCG chapter, as I mentioned in eleven. Uh, on the website, you'll find a web page for each of the chapters. You'll see the the team, the volunteers who are leading that chapter. Reach out to them and say, "How can I get involved?" Not just come out to the events. I want to be. I want to be part of a mentorship program. Um, I want to be part of a, of helping you organize a networking event. I'm looking for some pro- professional development. Help me find it. And for um, people who uh, you know, maybe they they their company is uh, in you know in this sector. Talk to them. Talk to. Talk to your leaders to let them know about opportunities and partnerships with WCT. Call me. <laughs> there we go. Joanne Stanley, it's been amazing speaking with you today about WCT. Um, under your leadership, 
WCT has advanced many initiatives, and we got to talk about uh, these big, bold ideas that are addressing gender-related barriers to career advancement. Of course, you have uh, launched your large-scale mentoring program that has created many ripples of change, powerful, exciting change. And as we talked about, the Protégé Project, North America's first senior executive sponsorship program for women in ICT. It's been a delight to speak to you. Can you remind everybody what the WCT website is? and uh, so that they can go and and join and learn. Thank you, Janice. WCT-FCT.com. Let's say it one more time because we want want to send them to the right spot. WCT-FCT.com. Thank you again, Joanne. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on The Thrive Podcast, a show inspiring, connecting, and educating women entrepreneurs across Canada. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash women to find resources designed to support thriving women-owned businesses across Canada. And visit startupcan.ca for the latest episodes of the Startup Canada podcast hosted by Rivers Corbett. And to learn about the latest startup community news and events, like our popular startup chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Until next time, I'm Janice McDonald, leaving you now with a sneak peek of our next episode. This is Julia Deans. I'm the CEO of Futurepreneur Canada, and you're listening to the Thrive Podcast with Janice McDonald. I love that idea, and I think it's really worth uh, underlining for people listening that there's no right business, there's no best business, you know, to become a futurepreneur entrepreneur, right? It's it's yeah. every kind of business. That's exactly right, and 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 uh, uh, sometimes people have the impression that if you're not building an app or doing something that's completely IT, that you're not an entrepreneur, and that's just not the case. Canada uh, and Canadian entrepreneurship looks very different. We're we're a land of 98% small and medium-sized businesses that feed people, that clothe people, that fix their chiropractic problems that do everything in between. And we need all those people to keep our country going. And can you talk, because you you have visited all over and you have a, a very interesting and ambitious program called Thrive North. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's a program to help um, Indigenous and other rural youth in Northern British Columbia. And we're slowly but surely uh, bringing it to other parts of the country as well. Uh, but we know that there are some communities where where uh, they 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 don't have the banks and the big business and all those things that that make uh, owning your own your own business something front and center in your mind. Uh, so it's a it's a, a program that we've done especially for people who live in rural communities to help them start um, thinking in a gentler way about what running a business might involve, and then building peer mentoring circles and and other smaller supports to help them edge towards that. Um, it's been really tremendous. We are thrilled that the um, BC government and LNG Canada and others are supporting this work now. Um, and we're now going right across Northern BC, which is, is thrilling. And I think we've started or grown almost 70 businesses at this point um, in the very small rural communities of Terrace and Prince Rupert. So I have a lot of hope for that in, in terms of being able to support other rural communities where they really need young people to stay and, and, and build the economy. 